Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Hello. So happy to be with you after that holiday weekend. So grateful we're connected. I'm just going to mention that next week I've got Robert Holden. He's going to be the guest on my show. We had such a fun time in the Living a Course of Miracles classes. I decided to extend it by extending an invitation to the radio show. So he'll be with us on June 3rd. That's next Tuesday. All right. Let us dive right in, my beloveds. So we place our hand on our heart, we take a breath of love and gratitude, and we gratefully and thankfully remember that our true identity is perfect love. Mm. Taking this breath of love and gratitude, we consciously partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self. We partner up to remember our true nature and to forget all that no longer serves us, the beliefs, the habits, the patterns. We are willing to stop playing small. We are willing to know the truth that sets us free. So we give all the heavy lifting to the Holy Spirit and we join together in love, in gratitude. We share the benefits of our healing and our awakening with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. You know, it's interesting. I uh, can hear a little something in my voice. And uh, I noticed that, well, what I'll say is, for me, my experience of it with that little something in my voice is I'm clearing something in my throat chakra. And I've noticed quite a bit of that. In uh, recent months, I really think this is a time of clearing 
it is for me. It is for me. It is for me. And uh, oh, I'm so grateful. Some people don't like to be in the clearing, cleansing, purification times. But I have to say the benefits are so great that I am profoundly grateful that I can purify, that I can cleanse, that I can clear, that I can let go of anything that I've been hurting myself with. I'm so very grateful that I can change my mind and that I can offload the stuff that just does not serve my life of love anymore. Lordy, lordy. So this week our topic is reincarnation which has nothing to do with my clearing in my throat. I was just noticing it as I'm speaking here. I'm going to open the window. I think the lovely fella who cuts the grass is done. And uh, then we can hear the birds. You know, I'm out here in uh, Wiltshire, not too far from Stonehenge, and the birds are just crazy happy here. They, you know, they've got bounteous bugs and things to eat and seeds and it's a good life out here for the birds all right reincarnation well i'm going to start with what it says in the manual for teachers and that is chapter 24 my page 60 and the whole chapter is on is reincarnation so And I think it makes it crystal clear. So let's find out what A Course in Miracles says about reincarnation. In the ultimate sense, reincarnation is impossible. Aha! It's impossible. There is no past or future. And the idea of birth into a body has no meaning either once or many times. Reincarnation cannot then be true in any real sense. Okay, so that makes it plain. So remember, our experience in 3D human earth experience is an illusion. Therefore, reincarnation cannot, in any real sense, be true. It can't. Because everything about our experience in this world is not real. It's an illusion. So that's baseline Course in Miracles. So then... Jesus goes on to say, our only question should be, is the concept helpful? And that depends, of course, on what it is used for. Mm-hmm. If it is used to strengthen the recognition of the eternal nature of life, it is helpful indeed. Okay? So an understanding of reincarnation can be Help, very helpful, it says here. Helpful indeed. Uh, if it helps us to recognize the eternal nature of life and our, our life. It says, in any other question about it, sorry, is any other question about it really useful in lighting up the way? Like many other beliefs, it can be bitterly misused. Don't want to do that. Been there, done that. At least such misuse offers preoccupation and perhaps pride in the past. Now, I've definitely encountered many, many people who were preoccupied by past life experience. Uh, And for me, I 
know that when I was in my later 20s and I started to uh, have memories of past life that were very clear and uh, they were very helpful to me because they helped me recognize that some of the challenges that I was going through were related to past life beliefs and meanings that I had made of things in past life, experiences I'd had in past life, which I had made the meaning of, a negative meaning of, and now I was replaying that negative meaning for the holy purpose of healing it. Now, many people look at reincarnation and past lives for the reason to blame, to find something to blame, understandable, but it's not helpful because right now we're focused on forgiveness. That is the method that we're using to accept the atonement for ourselves. What is the atonement? It's the ascension. It's the awakening to the fact that there never was a separation. And so separation is not real. It's an illusion. So the other thing that people can get preoccupied with in past about past lives is who they were in a past life. Now, sometimes uh, that information can be helpful and sometimes it can be distracting. Uh, those of you who have been listening to this show for a while, you probably remember that Gary Renard is a good friend of mine. And uh, he, uh, in Disappearance of the Universe, talks about learning that in a past life he was one of the apostles. And uh, so that information was helpful to him in the sense of it helped to explain the connection that he felt with Jesus as his teacher, and it helped him to explain some other things as well. And other than that, I, I, don't, I don't know that Gary and I have talked about that much at all. Uh, but it's definitely possible for anyone to become distracted by past life information. Uh, a lot of people get distracted. Well, I've heard of it, though I actually have to say, I don't think I've ever known anyone who got really distracted because they found out they had a celebrity past life or something like that. Um, I have found past life information to be helpful to me. However, I will say this. I extract the little bit of help that's needed and then... I move on because I'm not interested in studying the past. In fact, part of my healing has been to really disconnect from the past and to become more and more and more focused in this moment now. So what is my healing opportunity now? What is my opportunity to be loving now? What is my opportunity to forgive now? What is my opportunity to be truly helpful now, to share the love now? So that's where my focus largely is. And uh, one thing I can say I learned quite some time ago, oh, maybe 16 years ago, something like that, I had real clarity that I'm not interested 
in spiritual phenomena. So uh, I am interested in awakening, in ascending, in accepting the atonement for myself and releasing all sense of separation. I'm interested in being truly helpful and sharing in this world. And uh, as far as being able to do things like bilocate or levitate or even telepathic communication or any of those things. I'm just not interested in being distracted by phenomenon because I know people who have, and I just don't see any benefit to it. To me, if it's not helping me to wake up or to be in service to others who are waking up, it's just not very interesting to me. I remember reading uh, some books about out-of-body experiences back when I was in my, maybe in my early 30s. And uh, I've definitely had some phenomena experiences with things like UFOs and, uh, you know, non-carnate beings or entities and different things like that but it's just not something i'm i'm very interested in so it's not something i spend a lot of time on or talk about a lot it's just it's not pertinent to my life what's pertinent to my life is how can i be more loving how can i be more my true self so any information about past lives uh, I've made it really clear to my higher self, to the Holy Spirit. Uh, anything that can help me to wake up, I'm interested in. Uh, and so I don't pursue information about past lives except for that purpose. So really, I don't pursue it much anymore at all. Though sometimes insight does come in, memories come in. And I believe that it comes in for me to forgive, you know? And in a sense, it doesn't matter whether the memory is from this life or from a previous lifetime because, in a sense, to me, it's all the same. It's part of my experience in this illusion. It's karma. So it says here uh, that people can have a preoccupation or perhaps a pride in the past, a pride for who you were in a past life. At worst... It induces inertia in the present, right? And I can see how uh, that could happen, that people feel that overwhelmed, that they're stuck with negative karma in this life, and it creates inertia. They feel helpless or hopeless. So if you feel helpless or hopeless for any reason whatsoever, give the heavy lifting to the Holy Spirit, Really, I encourage you to do that. All right, it says here, reincarnation would not, under any circumstances, be the problem to be dealt with now. Okay? If it were responsible, if reincarnation or past lives were responsible for some of the difficulties the individual faces now, his task would still be only to escape from them now. If he is laying the groundwork for a future life, he can still work out his salvation only now. So sometimes people will 
approach their life as, okay, I'm going to heal this karma so my next life can be better. Yeah, but why not go for salvation now? Healing now. This is what I love about A Course in Miracles. It says here, to some, there may be comfort in the concept of a future life and a past life. And if it heartens them, its value is self-evident. If it heartens you. In other words, if it encourages you to do the deeper spiritual work. It is certain, however, that the way to salvation can be found by those who believe in reincarnation and by those who do not. Okay? So either way, kind of doesn't matter. The idea cannot therefore be regarded as essential to the curriculum. So the idea of reincarnation and understanding it, no place in the curriculum here. Not essential. I I shouldn't say no place. Not essential. It says there is always some risk in seeing the present in terms of the past, right? And isn't that what we often do? Isn't that what the psychological and psychiatric models do, the analytical models? Um, you know, I spent a lot of my life, uh, when I got into spirituality, I really started looking at how did I get here? Why do I think like this? Um, but I was looking for something to blame in the past, Take a sip of my spiritual espresso here. So it says, there is always some good in any thought which strengthens the idea that life and the body are not the same. And of course, that is part of the uh, reincarnation experience is you if you have an understanding of reincarnation you also have an understanding i am not a body and that the body and my life are not the same my life is eternal so it says here then for our purposes it would not be helpful to take any definite stand on reincarnation a teacher of God should be as helpful to those who believe in reincarnation as those who don't. If a stand were required of the teacher of God, it would merely limit his usefulness as well as his own decision making. Our course is not concerned with any concept that is not acceptable to anyone regardless of his formal beliefs. Now, uh, it goes on to say, It cannot be too strongly emphasized that this course aims at a complete reversal of thought. When this is finally accomplished, issues such as the validity of reincarnation become meaningless. Okay? In our reversal of thought, reincarnation is essentially meaningless. Until then, they are likely to to be merely controversial. So uh, issues such as reincarnation, just controversial. The teacher of God is therefore wise to step away from all such questions, for he has much to teach and learn apart from them. He should both learn and teach the theoretical issues but waste time, draining it away from its appointed purpose. If there are aspects to any concept or belief that will be helpful, 
he will be told about it. He will also be told how to use it. What more need he know? So when I discuss reincarnation, I discuss it from the ways that it's been helpful to me as a Course in Miracles student to understand myself as an eternal being and what karma is about and to me the way I share from it is intended to be entirely in alignment with A Course in Miracles because what is reincarnation but it's a focus on the past so right now we're going to focus on love love in the now moment by the way, I've got two more classes this week at livingacourseofmiracles.com. Our topic this week at livingacourseofmiracles.com is holy relationship and your spiritual community. Whoa. When Spirit gave me that, I said, okay, that's going to be interesting. So I'm looking forward to those classes with you this week. Remember, they're free. It's not too late to sign up at livingacourseofmiracles.com. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love, and we're walking the talk, and I'll be right back. Unity Online Radio is bringing the message of unity to tens of thousands of spiritual seekers around the world. If you have been served by this programming, we invite you to support it by visiting www.unity.fm and clicking on Donate Now. Thank you for your support. Chris Michaels, host of The Prosperous Life on Unity Online Radio, is an author, life coach, national speaker, and the founder and spiritual director of the Center for Spiritual Living in Kansas City, Missouri. Through his writing, coaching, and speaking, Chris has helped thousands of people understand the basic spiritual principles that govern our lives. In his book, Your Soul's Assignment, he reminds us that we each have something to do here on earth a unique purpose to our lives. If you're interested in discerning what is yours to do, are looking for practical spiritual principles to inspire your life, or coaching to provide you with the tools to live more fully, visit Chris's website at www.chrismichaels.net. That's www.chrismichaels.net. The Great Forgetting. That's what some call this time in which we are living. It is a time when we have become so youth-obsessed and age-averse that the wisdom and experience of our elders is being marginalized and in too many cases lost. Each Tuesday at 5 p.m. Central Time, George and Sedina Capanelli, co-founders of Age Nation and co-authors of the award-winning Do Not Go Quietly, Talk with some of the leading wisdom keepers of our time about how we can use this precious gift called our lives to create a more sane, sustainable, conscious, and loving world. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Central on Do Not Go Quietly, conversations with the wisdom keepers, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. So we're talking about reincarnation here and A Course in Miracles. And it's um, in the manual for teachers here. And uh, so it's saying uh, to us that if you're to speak about it and share about it, you'll you'll get that insight. And I have definitely gotten that insight. Um, and it says here, does this mean that the teacher of God should not believe in reincarnation himself or discuss it with others who do? What? I didn't read this part. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> the answer is certainly not! Exclamation point. I think that that is something worth noting. There aren't a whole lot of exclamation points in A Course in Miracles. So, Jesus is saying here, in terms of, should you not discuss it? Certainly not. However, if he does believe, if this teacher of God does believe in reincarnation, it would be a mistake for him to renounce the belief unless his internal teacher so advised. And this would be most unlikely. He might be advised that he is misusing the belief in some way that is detrimental to his pupil's advance on his own. Reinterpretation would then be recommended because it's necessary. All that must be recognized, however, is that birth was not the beginning and death is not the end. Yet even this much is not required of the beginner. He need merely accept the idea that what he knows is not necessarily all there is to learn. His journey has begun. I love that. So important to accept the idea. I mean, to me... It's the truth in our experience here that what we know is not necessarily all there is to learn. So it says the emphasis of this course always remains the same. It is at this moment that complete salvation is offered you and it is at this moment that you can accept it. This is still your one responsibility. Atonement might be equated with total escape from the past and total lack of interest in the future. Heaven is here. There is nowhere else. Heaven is now. There is no other time. No teaching that does not lead to this is of concern to God's teachers. All beliefs will point to this if properly interpreted. In this sense, it can be said that their truth lies in their usefulness. All beliefs that lead to progress should be honored. This is the sole criterion this course requires. No more than this is necessary. Now, so A Course in Miracles is constantly pointing us to understand our relationship with our belief in the past. Okay, and so this relates to a belief in reincarnation. So, 
and, and let me break this down here because this has been so helpful to me in understanding A Course in Miracles and in understanding my healing. So if you turn to, I love the early lessons of A Course in Miracles. So clear, so plain. Lesson seven, I see only the past. I see only the past. This idea is particularly difficult to believe at first. Yet, it is the rationale for all the preceding ones, all the preceding lessons. And then it lists the preceding lessons, lessons one through six. It is the re, so here they are. Uh, I see only the past is the reason why nothing that you see means anything. It is the reason why you have given everything you see all the meaning that it has for you. It is the reason why you do not understand anything you see. It is the reason why your thoughts do not mean anything and why they are like the things you see. It is the reason why you are never upset for the reason you think. It is the reason why you are upset because you see something that is not there. So we're seeing the past, okay? We're seeing the past again and again and again and again. And what we're really seeing is our belief, our belief. So in lesson eight, the next lesson, my mind is preoccupied with past thoughts. This idea is, of course, the reason why you see only the past. No one really sees anything. He sees only his thoughts projected outward. The mind's preoccupation with the past is the cause of the misconception about time from which your seeing suffers. Your mind cannot grasp the present, which is the only time there is. It therefore cannot understand time and cannot, in fact, understand anything. So, in our human experience, what happens is, We have, as I understand it, why we're seeing only the past is in a past incarnation, we, in the illusion, we had experiences that we made a negative meaning of. And that became our belief. And then in a subsequent lifetime, we're interested in healing that belief. And so we have in our script opportunities to, if you will, confront that belief, to re-experience that belief. Remember, all that we're experiencing, all that we see are our thoughts projected outward. So we're experiencing our beliefs. And then perception is projection. So then we perceive what we see forgetting that we have projected it, and that's why we see it. And we have an opportunity to either change our mind about it, change our belief system, or to re-experience it. According to how interested we are in love, in being loving, in experiencing our loving nature. So this is why we can go through an experience right now, let's say, you know, 
in, in our, your life, you're having some particular challenge. And I invite you to think of that challenge right now. Perhaps think of the biggest challenge that you're experiencing. And then, if you're willing to take total responsibility for it, which is a core part of the Course in Miracles teachings, you take total responsibility for it and you say, this is a projection of my belief system. That's why I'm experiencing it, so that I can change my mind, so that I can choose again. So... In your experience of that situation, you will have many opportunities generally to be loving, to be loving in your thoughts, to be loving in your words, to be loving in your actions. So when you choose to be loving, then you're healing the past and the meaning that you made it of it in the past. Because when you choose to be loving, your mind is going to naturally magnetize and attract to you uh, insights and uh, suggestions and guidance from the Holy Spirit. But if you're entrenched in the belief system, which actually is projecting, that experience out, if you're entrenched in it, if you really are attached to it, then you won't be open to the loving thoughts. So you won't be magnetizing them in. Instead, you'll just keep cycling around, cycling around the same beliefs, the same perceptions, the same projections again and again and again. So this is why we have similar repetitive experiences, particularly in our most intimate relationships or our primary relationships, or even in our physical body. Of course, we have a relationship with the physical body as well. So the way to interrupt that cycle of uh, difficulty and challenge is really to choose to be willing to be loving. To choose to be willing to drop the judgment, which is what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is giving up on investing in the judgment or reinvesting in the judgment and thinking the same old thoughts again. It says here, so because we see only the past, that's why nothing we see means anything. Everything that we see only has the meaning that we've given it because it is a projection. And the projections are of our belief system. So we don't need to change our belief system. We need to, in a sense, really just offload it. Give it to the Holy Spirit for healing. We don't even have to figure out how to change our beliefs. You know, this isn't about self-improvement. This isn't about behavior modification. This is about a return to our true identity, a return to love as our true identity. And we don't have to figure out how to get there. We simply are in tune with the Holy Spirit, and it's revealed to us. So the reason why nothing that we see means anything is because all we're seeing is the projection of our belief system. And it's the reason why we don't really understand what it is we're experiencing. 
right? So if you think about this, whatever difficulty you were thinking about before, if you just ask yourself, what does it mean? What does it mean? Why is this happening to you? Not from a victim standpoint, but from a, huh, gee, I'd really like to know why this is happening to me. Then you can start to open your mind to what is the belief that you keep investing in, that you keep projecting, and you keep making the same meaning again and again and again. Now, I know from my own experience, it can seem really challenging to get off the hamster wheel, but it is profound. I mean, it is miraculous. It is extraordinary how quickly we can get off the hamster wheel if we start focusing on love. So that means when it's very tempting to make a judgment, when it's very tempting to be negative, when it's very tempting to complain and criticize, that instead you really interrupt that pattern, that belief system, that somehow complaining or judging or criticizing had any benefit or value whatsoever. Because that is a the, the biggest wackadoodles belief system there is in this human experience, the belief that complaining or judging could bring you any benefit whatsoever, that has any value whatsoever. Got to offload that, that, that pattern. And how do we interrupt and offload that pattern? By saying, I'm not interested in that anymore. I am interested in choosing loving thoughts. Loving, loving, loving thoughts. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not boast. Love is not jealous. Love is generous. Love is never looking to get something. So because we see only the past, that's why we're never upset for the reason we think. We think we're upset about what's happening now. No, 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 no. We're upset in the present moment now because all we see is the past. So our belief system is the past. (laughs) The truth is now. The truth sets us free. The past is the belief system. And so we're experiencing the past, the meaning that we made of things in this life, past life, does not matter. We're experiencing the past. And if we're choosing to reinforce those belief systems rather than choose love, that's why we're upset. That's why, to me, the the, the most fundamental reason we're upset is because we're not choosing love. Love is our true nature. Love is our healer. Love is the only thing that we're ever going to feel congruent with. Love is the only thing that is going to help us to be abundant, to be prosperous, to be healthy, to be harmonious, to be creative and joyful and clear and pure and all the things beautiful, all the things that we know I hope, are our true nature. All the things that we'd like to experience. The only way to get there really is love. So, if you're upset, forgot to choose love. 
That's why you're upset. Don't make it about anything else. Oops, I'm feeling upset. Oops, I forgot to choose love. Oops, I can change my mind. We might even not even recognize in the moment. I'm feeling upset, but I don't even know why. It doesn't matter why. You can say to the Holy Spirit, is it worth me knowing why? If so, let me know. If not, whatever's causing this upset, I forgot to choose love. I'm going to choose love now. Because now it's the only place that I can choose salvation. Love is my salvation. Love is my healer. I'm going to choose love now. And that will eliminate the fear. That will eliminate the worry. That will eliminate the doubt. That will eliminate the pain and the suffering and the hamster wheel. Now it says here in Lesson 7, Paragraph 2, Old ideas about time are very difficult to change because everything you believe is rooted in time and depends on your not learning these new ideas about it. Everything you believe is rooted in time and depends on your not being willing to study A Course of Miracles and learn what time is for and what time is about. It says, yet, that is precisely why you need new ideas about time. This first time idea is not really so strange as it might sound at first. And I love this. So practical. Jesus is so practical. Helps us out here. Look at a cup, for example. I got my cup here. I'm going to take a sip. Look at your cup. Do you see a cup? Or are you merely reviewing your past experiences of picking up a cup, being thirsty, drinking from a cup, feeling... the rim of a cup against your lips, etc. So think about it in terms of an experience that you might have. Like let's say somebody stole from you or somebody did something that you feel hurt you. The truth is you don't feel hurt because of what the person did. Because, and this this is really, it's important to get this, and it's not easy. But we did write this script. We wrote the script with the higher Holy Spirit self in order that we could confront our belief systems and decide, I'm just not interested in repeating these experiences anymore. I'm not interested in making this meaning of these things anymore. I am not interested in blame and shame and regret and resentment and attack and lack and limitation. I'm not interested in these things at all anymore. So we're, we're in a sense, if we choose, we're getting a last opportunity to look at these patterns and say, yep, totally done with that one. Yep, totally done with that one. So... What could you not accept if you but knew that everything in your script, everything in your experience, all situations and circumstances were gently, and I'll add sweetly, planned by one whose only interest is your good, and that one is you, my friend. What could you not accept? Instead, look at everything that seems to irritate or bother you and say, Aha! This is my... Because I feel irritated by it, I must be seeing only the past. 
And I can, I can relinquish that. I can give it to the Holy Spirit for healing. Zippity doo dah. Yeah, today's my lucky day. I remembered that I don't have to suffer anymore. Thank you, God. So we release the judgments, give them to the Holy Spirit to do the heavy lifting, and we choose love. I choose to love myself enough to stop repeating the past. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Feels so good to say that. All right. (laughs) It's time for me to take a break. You're listening to Jennifer Hadley on A Course in Miracles at Unity Online Radio. We're living the love. We're walking the talk. And I'll be right back. Guidance and direction are bubbling up from your soul all the time, even at night. But do you hear your soul when it calls? Do you recognize it? Do you trust it? Can you trust it? How can you be certain you are hearing the voice of your precious soul? Janet Connor teaches five wisdom habits that help you hear your soul, recognize and trust its guidance, and begin to take action to create a truly beautiful life. Learn the wisdom habit of divine dialogue in Writing Down Your Soul. How to Live a Life of Integrity in Soul Vows and Discover Your Soul's Unique Purpose in Check the Box. If you long to create a soul-directed life, visit JanetConnor.com and explore all five courses in her signature series, Your Soul Wants Five Things. know that God is the source of our prosperity, but how do we manifest it in our lives? We simply change our limiting patterns around money, relationships, and health. Then, naturally, our vitality goes up, and so does our cash flow. We start to live with purpose, sharing our unique ability. Join us on Prosperity Power Hour every Monday at 1 p.m. Central Time to claim your divine inheritance. Prosperity for all, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You've been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. All right, so I've got my cup here. Jesus goes on to say, What do you know about this cup except what you learned in the past? How else would you know whether or not this kind of cup will break if you drop it? You would have no idea what this cup is except for your past learning. 
do you then really see it? Do you really see it? I know. I just love that. Then lesson eight. Talking about the past here. My mind is preoccupied with past thoughts. All we see are our thoughts of the past projected outward. The one holy true thought one can hold about the past is that it is not here. <laughs> so the past is not real. And I'll, I'll tell you, my friend, one of the things that I learned to do that was really, really helpful to me. I, you know, I kept asking the Holy Spirit, as I still do, what, what can I do to get out of the muck and the mire of these belief systems that I have dragged with me into this lifetime? How, how can I get more help? And I just always got the answer, be willing. Uh, and I, I started to realize that the Holy Spirit, my higher self, the Holy Higher Spirit Self is always showing, not always, often showing me memories of the past or reminding me of things in the past that are unresolved so that I can choose to change my mind about them now because salvation is available to me now. God is a now system. Love is a now system. Healing is a now system. Can't do healing in the future. Can't do healing in the past. Can only do it now. So now it's very tempting for a lot of people to procrastinate. But there's no value to procrastinating. People think that healing is hard now. But it's actually not. What uh, and yet I can see that having felt in the moment that it was very, very challenging just to choose love, to choose a loving thought, to choose to disconnect from my right to attack because I had such a strong belief in attack, in the value of attack. But I just kept saying, what more can I release? What more can I heal? You know, help me to heal more, heal more, heal more. And so throughout my days, I would have uh, memories come into my awareness of things that had happened in the past that I had not forgiven. Remember, all forgiveness really is, is non-judgment. So I released the, the beliefs, I would re- and I still do. When they come into my mind, I release the judgments that I've made about things in the past and I ask them to be healed back to the root source, whatever that is. This life, past life makes no difference to me. None whatsoever. So instead of blaming anyone for my upsets or my past experiences, I take full responsibility. That's the path of healing. So reincarnation is helpful to some, not helpful to others. It can be distracting. It's kind of like anything else, right? I mean, even prayer. People uh, have misunderstandings about prayer and the right use of prayer, and then they get very distracted by it. So if there's any question about the right use of anything, ask the Holy Spirit. If you're choosing love on a regular basis, if you're choosing loving thoughts, loving actions, loving words, then you're going to get clear guidance about what 
is helpful in your healing and what is not. So the one holy true thought that you can hold about the past is that it's not here. To think about it at all is therefore to think about illusions. Very few have realized what is actually entailed in picturing the past or in anticipating the future. Now check this out. This is so cool to me. It says, when you're thinking about the past or the future, the mind is actually blank. Because when you're thinking about the past or the future, you're not thinking about anything. So consider that. Remember, your all thought produces form. There are no idle thoughts. All thought produces form. There are no idle thoughts. So, if you're thinking about the past, or you're thinking about the future, you're not thinking anything that's helpful to you. And it actually could be harmful to you. Because if you're investing in worry and doubt... Fear, that's often about the future. If you're investing in regret, resentment, shame, blame, you're thinking about the past. Those are going to be blocks of time in a sense. The, the investment of your personal energy and attention in reinforcing your suffering rather than eliminating the cause of suffering. So this is why it's really so beneficial to get in the habit of choosing again and changing your mind and recognizing that whenever you're upset, you're thinking about the past. You're not in your right mind. And it says in uh, paragraph 3, lesson 8, the purpose of the exercises for today is to begin to train your mind to recognize when it is not really thinking at all. While thoughtless ideas preoccupy your mind, the truth is blocked. Okay? So you're blocking the truth. You're blocking insight, guidance, and inspiration when you're thinking about the past or the future. Is, is, is that what you want to do? Block inspiration and guidance? I don't think so. Recognizing that your mind has been merely blank rather than believing that it is filled with real ideas is the first step opening the way to vision yes i am determined to see with divine vision i am determined to see with divine vision holy spirit help us to see with divine vision so let's place our hand on our heart i'm just reminding you that in living a course of miracles this week i've got two classes holy relationship with your spiritual community Oh, yeah, that's going to be a good one. Two classes with me this week at Living a Course of Miracles. Next week, my guest on the radio show is Robert Holden, author of Shift Happens and Holy Shift, among other books. You've seen him on Oprah. You've seen him on PBS. All right. So with our hand on our heart, we invoke the higher Holy Spirit self, and we ask for divine guidance and assistance in releasing Attachments to the past or the future 
in remembering that our salvation is now, that love is now, and we're choosing our healing right now. In grace and gratitude, we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. We're calling for a healing in our mind, releasing all attachments to the past and the future. We accept our healing. We allow it to be. And so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you. I love you. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you for tuning in to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Reverend Jennifer Hadley. Join us every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Central for more tools and insights into how to express your beliefs from moment to moment, every day, in every way. A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This program is brought to you in part by JenniferHadley.com, a global resource providing tools, insight, and support for those seeking to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Online at www.JenniferHadley.com. While there, we invite you to visit Jennifer's blog, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have become Jennifer's prayer partners through her daily power prayer. Like them, you can enjoy this extra support as you come to walk your talk and live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. The base of all life is the infinite wellspring of Source, and each of us has a unique way of expressing that Source as an individualized soul. Do you enjoy the company of inspiring people who are living on purpose? Do you want to live joyfully attuned to your own unique soul expression? Host Rev. Kristen Powell welcomes you to join the gathering of souls who live this way. You'll meet artists, naturalists, and other soulful expressions that will inspire you to call forth the most alive, passionate version of yourself. Get into the natural stream of your own soul by tuning into Soul Stream live every Wednesday at noon Central Time on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Inspiration only takes a moment. Your friends at Unity invite you to reflect on these words from Rev. Jim Rosemurgy. Pause and take a deep breath. When you are ready, affirm silently to yourself. Sweet, sweet spirit, I desire a closer walk with you. Show me the way. I am listening. Take time now, in the silence, to get in touch with the spiritual guidance within you. Have faith that your next step, your unfolding, your spiritual growth, is coming to you in divine order through your spiritual instinct or your spiritual knowingness. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity.